Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome to book club. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do these once a month. Yeah, potentially. Right. Whenever we've got a few books to talk about, we'll talk about yeah. it. Recommendations. We've got a lot this month because we've been on holiday, so we've actually been reading yeah. and listening to a lot of books. Okay. What the first book we decided to read was Chase Darkness with Me. Yeah, by Billy Jensen. And I literally think my life's changed because of this book. Well, no, it's sick. It's everyone read it. Book. It's so well written, and it's just like. Are we going to give spoilers in this? Uh, We'll say spoiler alert. Yeah. There's probably going to be spoilers in this. Yeah. I always forget that like people haven't read it when I talk about it. It's amazing though. Oh my god. So it starts with like the description of the CCTV that like got him into into like not investigative journalism but like actual investigative work. Yeah, the Marcus Gaines case where he's outside of a garage. I don't know what they call them in America. Petrol station. A oh, gas station. A gas station. There we it's go. Petrol station. <laughs> petrol station here. <laughs> I'm like a garage. <laughs> And um, he's punched by a man in a hoodie. Yeah, and you can kind of see his face, kind of make out his face and stuff, but no Mm -hmm. one, it's not been looked into and everyone's just kind of ignored it. So he goes in to start looking for it and then it goes on from there and like he goes on to further cases and it's just, it's really good. It's done so well. And then obviously if you listen to, if you're into true crime and you listen to like My Favourite Murder and stuff, you know that he was involved in the... um, if you've been listening to like My Favourite Murder and all of that kind of thing, then you know that he was involved in the Golden State Killer case and close friends with Michelle McNamara who <gasps> wrote Chase Darkness with me. And I'm not, not Chase Darkness with me. You'll I'll be, be going, gone I'll in, be the in the dark. dark. Don't tell me about that because I've not read that one yet. So we'll I'm reading that now. I'm month. halfway through. We'll do that one next month. But like, it's just beautifully written and it's like, and then also a lot of like on My Favourite Murder and stuff, they talk a lot about Paul Holes as a detective. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to get an insight into Billy Jensen and his role in it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. You don't really hear a lot about him. He's kind of the quiet one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, is your favourite chapter not the chapter when he's like, I'm writing this now, they found him, they found the Golden State Killer? Yeah. I was actually having had, like, a heart attack when I read that. So I like, yeah, oh. I have goosebumps now thinking about how it, well it's written. Like, that is incredible. I was literally on the edge of my seat because I don't... I don't remember when that was. Uh, it was like 2016, 17? Yeah. April I, I, I don't really remember that happening at all at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't like really in the news or anything here. Yeah. But that made me, my skin like, I was reading it like, well, no, I wasn't. I was listening to it like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Like. It's one of those audiobooks where like you you usually put like audiobooks on to kind of listen in the background but you just find yourself like paying attention to it yeah. and listening to the story yeah it was it's good. insane yeah it's very good it's also really nice to hear about him talking about his dad because that makes me really sad as well because obviously yeah. his dad's died now but talking about him on instagram yeah yeah, yeah. Did you see that he put that thing up as a new york post yeah amazing though it's just and cool. he's a very interesting person it's 9-11 today, and he talks about how he wrote a case on the day of 9-11, the only unsolved murder in New York. Because everyone, no one really looked into it. No. Um, Henrik Siwayak. 
or Syriac or something like that. He's Henrik, is his first name. Yeah. And that's the guy, he was killed, he's a Polish immigrant, and he was killed in September 11th, like, shot down, and... Yeah. No um, one. No one knows what happened. Yeah. Because obviously there was, um, the Twin he- Towers happened the same day. Yeah, I saw him tweet this morning about it. I'm going to post it on our Instagram story. I took a screenshot of it. Okay, well, okay. Because, um, yeah, I think it's crazy. And also it is overshadowed. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Right, so what other books have you read? Have you read um, Love As Always, Mum? No. Oh, my God. Okay, you need to read that before next the next one. Or just okay. buy the audiobook and let's do it. Because it's... You think... You know the Fred and Rosemary West case. You don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I listened to A Stranger Beside Me as well. I haven't listened to that. I really it's want to listen to It's a very long audio book. It's like, I did a lot of sunbathing, though, so while you were like, looking around and stuff, I was sunbathing. So I had a lot of time. I, I, feel, I feel like I've listened to something else. The Killer Across the Table. Yeah, I've only just started that one, though, so we'll do that one next week. But A Stranger Beside Me... I wasn't really 100% into it when I first started listening to it, so I like took like left it and went and listened to Chase Darkness with me. Yeah. But it's the same as Love As Always, Mum. Like, you think you know the Ted Bundy story, and it's a completely different side to it. Like, really? A lot of... I feel like a lot of, like, documentaries and stuff, even the, like, shockingly evil... Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I can't remember the, the full thing. Like, all of them kind of portray him as this really, like, nice, charming man and all this kind of thing, like, even after it was caught... And it's like, it's just a different side and you don't see it. And it obviously you hated him before, but like after reading, after hearing that book, like I'm like, I hate this guy. Yeah. Like it's worse. Okay. Wow. I really need to read that then. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Just give it a chance past the prologue and stuff. Cause obviously you want to get straight into it, but then you need all the background and stuff for it to make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so if we read, I read while I was away. So this is actual book I read with I read with yeah. my hands. <laughs> with, with your hands. <laughs> no, just with my ears. Um Talking with Serial Killers by Christopher Berry D. What's that? Oh my god. Hang on, I'm just gonna go grab it so I can show you it. Okay. <laughs> Talking with serial killers. I saw this. Right? I saw this in the in the airport and I thought, do I buy that book? Do I buy that book? And then I didn't buy it. Right. So Actually, I'll look up, right, I'm coming down to Cornwall this week, so if it's not too far out of the way, I'll just, I could just pop in and see you on Monday if you want. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I'm not here. Oh, I leave right. on Friday. When do you get back? Sunday following. Oh, first, okay. Very long right, time. Then. Let me tell you about this. So, this basically splits down into, like, five different serial killers or something. Hang on, how many does he do? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Nine. Right. <gasps> are they are they like, famous ones? It's like different interviews that he does with them, and like basically like it's like they're little chapters, and then at the end it's it says um at the end of each chapter, let me just mm. read you out. It says like this chapter is based on an exclusive interview between Christopher Berry D and John Martin scripts and stuff. Right. Wow. Okay. So he does um Harvey Louise Carrigan, mm-hmm. um Har- Arthur John Shawcross, John Martin scripts. Michael Bruce Ross, Henry Lee Lucas, Ronald DeFeo Jr., Eileen Warnos, he did, yeah, Kenneth Ann McDuff, 
Alan McDuff, sorry, and Douglas Daniel Clark and Carol Mary Bundy. Oh. Yeah, so <clears throat> he goes through each of them and it's like they have conversations with them and stuff. I think I tried to save a page so I could read it out to you because I was like, what the fuck? Um, oh my god, please say you have it. This that sounds very similar to a killer but across like the some table. Some of them end with it's literally like that. It is literally like that. So, but some of them like ends with Shawcross welcomes correspondence and then it gives his address. He like wants people to write to him. What? Yeah. What? There's one of them, and I don't know who it is, but he um, they basically when you when someone dies, their blood and stuff comes out of their nose and mouth, obviously. And he didn't like that. And, like, he used to kill animals as a kid. And, obviously, like, they bled from the mouth and nose. And he would, like, shove, like, mud and stuff up their nose so they couldn't bleed. Here it oh. is. Here it is. Right. Right, let me read you it out. So. Okay. During his period of juvenile sadism, Shawcross learned that killing animals had one drawback. They made a noise and the excrement and urine leaked from their bodies, soiled his clothing. To prevent this, he resorted to stuffing leaves and other debris into their body apertures, mm. a bizarre practice which later included his modus operandi, which he took to murdering men, women and children. So he basically like shoved mud and stuff up all the orifices in their body so that no liquid come out and stain him. Did he do that to... Yes. Oh. This is what I mean. And, like, when they asked him about it, he was like, it's just cleaner and stuff like that. Like, it's just gross. Like, you need to read it. Right, in, so... Sorry, go on. In Killer Across the Table, these are yeah. all cases you will have heard of. Some of them you won't have, though, because he... It's the guy who Mindhunter is based off. Yeah. So, the young... what What's he called in it? Um, He's called Henry or Harry or something, isn't he? I don't know. I can't remember. That's so bad, but... yeah. I know what you mean. It's his interviews with the people and how he, like, gets inside of their heads and talks to them in a casual way and stuff. And it is just, like, hearing things back like that. Like, one of them's a murderer talking about how he chose his victims and he's, like, thinking about risk factor for people, for multiple murderers. And this guy's killed two children. And he was, like, asking him about how he chose his victims and he's, like... He chose a friend's child who he knew the secret password to say that she knew if someone said that to her, that she's safe to get in their car. And he found this out from the girl's dad and said this to her. And he's asking in the interview, do you not think this is a massive risk, though, because you know the family, you would be seen as a suspect. And um, he was like, no, it was just easier. I couldn't be bothered to go out and find someone like it was about like how he couldn't be bothered to put the effort in to find someone else. They say it's it in just, such like that a brazy way. Really bothers me, right? Like, unlike this one, they asked. Um, so, like, all his victims were like treated differently and stuff, and he said like he asked him why some of his victims were like bruised and others had been like disemboweled and stuff. Yeah. And he goes. Um, Yes, sir, some other bodies. Yeah, they had bruises on them. That's where I knelt over them with my body weight or I dragged them into the rushes down by the water's edge. I cut them open so they'd rot a lot quicker that way. Kind of gutted them like a fish and, and stuff. The other stuff, well, I don't need to talk but need to talk with you about it just yet. And then it goes, then he had the goal to ask me to be his best man at his forthcoming marriage to Clara Neal. What? So he talks about cutting people open, how they, they decompose faster, and then he was like, oh, yeah... He, I'm getting married. Do you want to be my best man? 
what the fuck? Yeah. That reminds me of Ed Kemper's interviews. Like, how, it's just insane, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, there's... And they do them all, but, like, I read that I... This is written so well. Like, I read the Eileen Warners one, right? Mm. And I dreamt about her after I'd read it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's like, terrifying. Yeah, and, like, the last one with Douglas Clark and Carol Bundy, it's kind of like... They're supposed to be this couple killer, but I don't mm. think Douglas Clark killed her, killed anyone. Really? Yeah, so I think I might do that one, like, separately, because I bas- she basically... It sounds like she set him up. Really? Yeah, 100%. Wow. But, okay. yeah, it's really good. I'll send it down to you. With okay. Our, with the book, with the little <laughs> um, things that we've bought. Oh, my God, okay. So, the books we've talked about are... Should we what name them? Yeah, we did. Chase Darkness With Me by Billy uh, Billy Jensen. Yep. Talking With Serial Killers by Christopher Berry D. Um, the Stranger Beside Me, but we'll probably come back to that one. Yeah. When you read it. So, I was talking about The Killer Across the Table from the authors of Mindhunter, John E. Douglas and Mark Olshaker, which is amazing. Really recommend it. A lot of people in the review say it's really gory, but like he just describes the crimes as they happened. So yeah, it's I haven't been like oh that's too much information kind of thing. I think yeah. it's just like the right amount. Cool. And I've also you finished the cold podcast now. I know it's not a book, but I feel it's something we can review. <clears throat> so I'm only on episode ten, but I kind of just want to talk about the case because it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I you finished it. it now, haven't you? Yeah. It is insane. That po- the the whole way that the podcast is made as well is incredible. Yeah, amazing. That guy's work. voice, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I love that guy's voice. What are your what thoughts? Are your, what are your What are you up to? So I've just listened to the Wire Tap episode where Jennifer wears the wire into the family, and then they end up having that argument at the end. Oh right, okay. And then I'm on the next episode called Charlie, where they search the dad's house, and they find all those photos with like her face stuck onto naked women's bodies and like all of that cabinet, and they've just like reseized a load of like computers and stuff again for like the fourth time. Yeah. From them, what? the fuck i know it gets worse as well you've got it's, like a worse bit coming it's so frustrating mm. i know i know what happens in the in like the 911 call and stuff yeah where they're like i need you to tell me where you are and she's <sighs> like can you not find me and he's like no tell me where you are and like it's really frustrating listening to the phone call she's like the house is literally on fire you need to come he's like well i can't come until you tell me where you are Oh my god. And it's just really like the guy that took the 911 call like now trains other people because of how bad that was. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So, like, he now trains other people on what we want not to do and stuff. Yeah. But it was it just gets like more frustrating and more frustrating that like you will never know. Yeah. It's just but the podcast itself is like beautifully done. Like I'd listen to it again. Yeah. It's incredible. The music. Yeah, I think I probably will again listen to it again after I finish the audio recordings. Insane. It makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I I find myself in like. like a, yeah, but not in like a um. Like I know he killed her and he's a killer type of way. It's like a, like I don't like listening to killers talk anyway. But no. But with that one, it's different. It's like I don't like. I just don't like listening to him talk. His like, voice he like, goes to this like weird high pitch when he's recording yeah, his own like voice in those diaries. Like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. Yeah, about. and it's like. 
what are you doing? Like, if, if I was around him as a person, I wouldn't want to be around him just no. for his voice. No. Yeah. It was the it was the bit in like the first or second episode where he's talking about that girlfriend breaking up with him. Yeah, and he's like that I'm bit freaked me out the most. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Where he's like, my heart is completely broken. Yeah. La 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 la. And I'm like, <laughs> please shut up. Yeah. Stop whining. Freaks me out. But yeah, that is what we've been listening to, and yeah. reading. Just what we'd share. Do a little. We'll probably do like a monthly book club episode, like mini yeah, episode, just to like review everything we've been reading and stuff. Um, also, if anyone hasn't read "I'll Be Gone in the Dark" by Michelle McNamara, yeah, is insane. So I far, I need to listen to it. That's on my. That's next on my list after. I'm uh, halfway through, and the detail that it goes into, it doesn't feel like you're reading a non-fiction book just because it's like. Written in a way, point of view. Yeah, it's written in a point of view that's like insanely. I'm like you're hooked when you're reading it. Like I was in the bath for like an hour yesterday, and it was cold because I didn't want to go out because it was so good. It's it's such a good book. Like good. The detail in it is incredible, and the little editor's notes are done in a really nice way because obviously like. Yeah, she passed. She didn't get to finish finished. it, but the editor's notes are done in a really nice way. That's like. This, this chapter is reconstructed from Michelle's notes or this is based off an article she wrote for something else or they've oh. inserted little bits so that you know it's not her writing. I think yeah. that's a really nice way to do it. But, yeah. I really I haven't listened to anything that I don't like yet, though. No, I haven't either. But I'm sure I'll find something. Yeah. <laughs> we usually have enough to complain about, so... Yeah. Right, yeah. should we leave that there? Yeah, thanks for listening to our little mini-sode. Hopefully... Hope it's got you to work or something. Yeah, 15-minute drive. Yeah. How, is that how long we've been recording for? Well, 23, but I feel like we'll probably cut out a bit. <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, thanks guys for listening. We will see you on Tuesday for the next episode. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.